Good morning, friends, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Feeding My Fam. Did you know that the number one reason people say that they can't meal plan is because of time? And I used to be just like that. I used to use time as a self-limiting belief. And to be honest, that is still my no- one of my number one excuses for not doing something that I want. So in this episode, we're going to dive a little bit more into what a self-limiting belief is, but then we'll also discuss why a little meal planning up front actually saves time in the long run, and I'll give you some simple tips to get you started. But first, as I've mentioned before, if you're interested in working with me, you can sign up for a free 30-minute one-on-one family nutrition and meal prep discovery call. We can start to identify what your nutrition and wellness goals are for yourself, but also for your family. And we can talk about how we blend these two together so that they're one and the same, so that you can stop making separate meals for your family, or you can finally get down to work and meet your health and wellness nutrition goals. Because a lot of times we think it's so difficult because your goals differ so significantly from what your family wants to be eating. But really we can make those one and the same so that you can get healthier, prevent any weight creep that you're experiencing, and also just all around feel better and begin to make sure that your kids have good, healthy eating habits that they can enjoy for a lifetime. I will leave a link in my show notes so that you can sign up for one of these discovery calls. There are only a few spots available in the next week or so, so check out, check that out before they're all filled up. So I recently came upon a quote that said, don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. And this brought me back to a time several years ago when I was on the phone. I was driving to work, talking to my mom, and really I was just complaining about how I didn't have enough time, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I really was looking for someone to be empathetic and, um, wanted someone to commiserate with. And she kind of cut me off and she said, Andrea, you've got the same amount of time as anyone else. You just have to decide how you're going to spend your time. At the time, I have to admit, I was a little bit frustrated because that's not what I wanted to hear. But seriously, it's one of those things that your mom tells you or someone else tells you and it stays with you. And it stays with you for good reason because she was absolutely right. So why do we tell ourselves we don't have time for things like meal planning. Well, really, it's a self-limiting belief. This is the definition that I found. Self-limiting beliefs are assumptions or perceptions that you've got about yourself and about the way the world works. These assumptions are self-limiting because in some way, they're holding you back from achieving what you're capable of. And really, we need to go back to early childhood to think about how beliefs are really created and shaped by our own parents and other prominent figures and people in our lives. So for example, when I was little, if I 
push someone, I would get punished. So then I learned that pushing people is bad. I also learned that if I would say things like please and thank you, I would get rewarded. So I learned the belief that being polite was really good. So as we get older, we start to form more complex beliefs based on our situations and experiences. And we're able to draw on a much wider range of information from books and TV and um, ads and how our friends act and so on. So the core beliefs that we formed as a young child can really, really stay with us for a long time. And even when we come across new information, we all often hang on to those original beliefs. So for example, a young child with really hardworking parents who are often away from home, um, they might have formed the belief that I'm not good enough for my parents to want to be with me. Later, he may under, that child may understand that his parents work hard for many reasons, including their love for him and a desire to provide for him. But the original belief may be so ingrained in his head that he continues to hold on to it. So part of the reason for this is that we don't like to be wrong. Ha ha! Yes, that is true for me. <laughs> Once we've formed a belief, we tend to look for more evidence to support that belief. And then we discount contradictory evidence so that it gives us a stable like foundation to understand the world that can be super, super confusing. But that also means that our original beliefs are really, really hard to get rid of even when they're holding us back. So belief information starts super early in life and once beliefs are formed they're really hard to change. So that can go a long way by explaining many of our beliefs and why they're limiting. Patterns that we saw as a child that help us um, understand kindergarten or the playground they might not serve us as an adult. Beliefs aren't actually facts they may or may not be true or helpful, but they still dictate the way we behave in life. Like that, are self-limiting. They limit our horizons and hold us back from doing things that we want to do. How do we break away from self-limiting beliefs? And in particular, the self-limiting belief that we don't have time for meal planning. So we have to understand, first of all, the purpose of those beliefs. The reason they, they are purposeful is because it's keeping you safe somehow. It's protecting you for, from another negative outcome. So maybe failure, maybe, maybe something else. Second of all, we need to question limiting beliefs. So once we've identified the purpose of it, and if you can figure out where it came from, start to question whether it's still valid and helpful and useful. And then we can laugh at them. Humor can be really effective in unblocking those self-limiting beliefs. It's hard for something to have power over you when you're laughing at it. And then you can believe, begin to form new beliefs. To break the power of your old beliefs, you need to replace them with new ones. And then we retrain our brain. In our head, if I'm always saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, I need to start telling myself that I do have time. That belief can be retrained and then I create a new belief. So now that we've done a really simple examination on that, let's look practically at meal planning and you'll see that meal planning does actually save time. If you do your meal planning ahead of time, 
you can reduce grocery store trips. Have you ever taken a last minute trip to the grocery store because you were missing an ingredient for something that you wanted? I'm sure all of us have. But if your weekly meal menu, your weekly menu is planned ahead of time, then you can get everything you need from the grocery store in one trip. Meal planning also reduces wandering at the grocery store. So that might sound really, really simple, kind of silly. However, if you have a plan ahead of time and you have a list of the groceries that you need when you head to the grocery store, your grocery shopping can be really quick. I have had people at the grocery store tell me, wow, you just filled up that cart so quickly. And I will simply say, yeah, because I knew exactly what I needed. If you have a plan, you also know what needs to be prepped and you can prep it, prep it accordingly if you have five or 10 minutes free during the day. Also, will save lots of time. And then you can also plan leftovers. If you've ever listened to me, you know that I love leftovers. I love leftovers. I don't say leftovers though because I say planned overs because I usually have a very specific purpose in which I'm planning those foods for. All right so those are some practical reasons that meal planning does save time in the end. So now you can begin to break that self-limiting belief and train yourself to develop a new belief about meal plan. If you're not really sure how to begin, go back and listen to episode three, which is titled Busy Mom, Simplify It With My Five Steps for Meal Planning Success. In that episode, I outline the five step process that has been so successful for me. But in case you don't go back to listen, I'll start you off with this helpful tip. If you are new to meal planning, I suggest starting with planning to make maybe two meals per week. Plan to make them on days that you typically have more time. So that could be on the weekend or perhaps one week, weekday, weekend day and one weekday. That way you can begin to set yourself up for success and then you can build from there. Once two meals is con- a consistent habit, then you can possibly aim to plan and prepare three meals per week. All right, so it's a, it's a gradual shift in behavior and retraining your brain uh, that you actually do have time to do this. So I hope today's episode was really, really helpful for you. And if you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to leave me a review and share this podcast. That way other busy moms can be encouraged by the episodes I have to share. Because really, I'm doing this for you, for the listeners, to make your lives easier and eventually healthier. I would love to connect with you on social media. I'm at Instagram at Adventures in Feeding My Fam. I have a Facebook group called Adventures in Feeding My Fam. And if you want to connect with my community, head over there where folks are really sharing their tips, their ideas, and more. It's a place for you to connect with other listeners, to collaborate, and really go deeper on some of the things we're talking about here during the podcast. This is where we cultivate and grow and share. I'll leave the links in the show notes. And again, if you're interested in one of the discovery calls for one-on-one family nutrition and meal prep coaching, go ahead and check that out. The link will also be in the show notes so you can find, find that as well. Until next time, take care.